Hello, good people, and welcome to the Amateur Hour. My name is Justin. My name's Tyler. I'm the one called Junior. And today's sponsors are EBXYA and Adam Stone. Welcome back, Spotify listeners, and iTunes listeners, and YouTube listeners. And we can't forget SoundCloud. We're on all four platforms, and it's good to be back. Today we're down a man. Junior, uh, despite you hearing him in the intro, he's actually not here today. Unfortunately, <laughs> he uh, he had some prior engagements. Tyler, how are you doing? Fantastic, or something like that. You know, recently I've, I've, been, I've been sitting and I've been thinking. You know me, when I start pondering, I start going places. I've had a little bit of nuisances, right? I've been going to some stores. I've been uh, hitting some pet peeves, if you will. Now, Tyler... I feel like we're men of many pet peeves. <laughs> you got Let's just see a lot of things irritate me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> for me too. Like secretly, there are things that just randomly just hit the nerve, and sometimes they're stupid, sometimes they're not. I'm pretty self-aware <laughs> for the most part. What's a pet peeve of yours? Like, for example, I was uh, I was at the store the other day, and uh, I don't know. I felt like wearing a hoodie. I was out late. I just want to grab some snacks real quick, you know, grab my mask and everything, got ready to go to the store. I was at the store, had to use the bathroom. I'm obsessed with washing my hands and I got my sleeves wet. Okay. And, uh, nothing like irritates me more than washing your hands and getting like wet sleeves and then just feeling that just wetness get the palm of your hand. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever like get in that sort of mode where you're just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, sort of the same thing. Like, I can't stand that. But, I mean, you could move the sleeve out of the way from the water. <laughs> Very yeah. true. But uh, that's the thing is it, it slid down. All right. I, I always <laughs> I always move the sleeve, but it slides right down, hits my freaking hand, and it just feels awkward the whole time. I don't know why in my brain I'm secretly like, okay, uh, maybe people think like, I don't know, I fell in a freaking fountain. Because sometimes that's how wet my sleeves feel. And I'm just <laughs> thinking that everyone's staring at me. Uh, or like, I, sometimes I think of, I'm like, maybe they think like, you know, I dropped something in the toilet, had to grab it real quick. Either way, it's disgusting. <laughs> and I just think that that's what people are thinking and I'm like connecting and it's just I'm under this irritation of sorts. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have another pet peeve and tell me if you sort of relate to this. Uh, when you like go through, let's say, right, you're talking to someone, be it uh, your significant other or just someone in general, you're into a conversation, you're texting you know, maybe your feelings, maybe you're texting like this whole thing about something real cool and you get a one word response. <laughs> mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. annoys me so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is like or or the typical ones like I know or yeah, you're right. <laughs> or OK. Or or when they just put the letter K. Oh, oh, <clears throat> you know, I tell you something for my my parents are. Definitely, uh, they're the sweetest people alive. And uh, sometimes I'll have like a long text, let's say notifying them where I'm at or doing something. And I just get K back. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, first off, why? <laughs> 
And I'm like, second off, why? I was just like, I don't want a one-word response. I just want, like, just give me two words. Like, you could have at least put the two letters okay or spelt out okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do we or, do? Or we... all right, but no, just, just K. Yeah, we took a trip <laughs> back to back to 2012, apparently. Where, uh, yeah, K we, we was don't a big have thing. the uh, nine-digit keypads anymore where you press the button three times and it's actually a chore to spell out okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all those acronyms I felt like started from, you know. Uh, well, that's exactly a, why yeah. they started because you had to press less buttons. So, so getting that one word response, that's like irritating. Is there any other sort of like texting sort of modes where someone does something and it just absolutely annoys you no punctuation at all really like say someone gives you that really long text message and it's just word space word space word space word space word space until it's over there's no punctuation or anything i don't know i've always put punctuation and everything in so it just annoys me (laughs) sometimes like i i feel strange when it comes to that so like sometimes like i could type out something real long right and like if it's real long i'll add periods and stuff right but then like i never when it's always the last sentence as long as it's not a question or something that I'm trying to have an exclamation to and, like, make it seem like it's this big deal. I normally don't put a period at the end of it just because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the period at the end makes it seem like you're really serious. (laughs) You just just have to hit the space bar one extra time. Yeah. You just go right at the end, period, send. Yeah, I always feel like... I just feel scared. I'm like, I don't want someone taking me like too serious and then sort of like, I want it open and friendly. So I, I don't put a period at the very end of it. Um, but like sometimes, sometimes I guess I add that punctuation. But would that yeah, irritate? It'll be three periods. And then there's the three period system. Like See, it, I, I'll let you know when I'm irritated. I'll say something and be it dot dot dot. I surprisingly <laughs> enough, I go with the, the one period system where I'll just like boop. Just like if I'm 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 upset or I'm trying to be serious, and I'm at that last sentence, I'll add that period, <laughs> uh, which I guess probably can get misconstrued if people don't. I guess uh, text me quite often. W- what's another pet peeve of yours? Let's uh, besides texting, what else gets you? When you're playing like video games or something, and what the other person does is just completely irrelevant to everything that's going on around them, or or they. Or let, let's let's say they build something and they just have a part of it just missing. And it looks like it's like unsupported, like it's floating or something weird. That kind of thing, weird. Yeah, I would like, have to for, for example, let's say, let's say you're playing Minecraft and you tore down a tree. And the one log was up in the air and you couldn't reach it. So it, rather than stacking a couple blocks of dirt to get the log to disappear and then take it back down and go away. They just leave the log up there and then all the leaves and everything because the log is still there. That's how Minecraft work. All the leaves and everything are up there, but it's just floating. That, that, that's one of those things where like, I see it and I'm just like, mm. like I wish it would just fall down. I mean, I've right. had that like an astroneer too, where it's that little triangle Oh, yeah, like, you're driving your rover, and the whole freaking thing just stops, and you have no idea yeah, what you you're Yeah, you get stuck on it. It's <laughs> inside the rover, and you cannot see it. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to <laughs> take apart the rover, and then get the little speck of dust, 
that is uh, irritating everyone. <laughs> and yeah, then, like, like, oh my gosh, yeah, I, I, I get you on that one. <laughs> Minecraft, I understand. It's 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 a completely like whatever you can build kind of game. So some things you do actually want them to float, I suppose. But it should just be regular like basic game physics. When I cut a block off a tree, whatever's above that block should fall. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with that one. Uh, those sort of physics sometimes or, just get super because that little speck. Yeah. If there's nothing around it supporting it, and it was part of the ground, it should fall like a rock. Exactly. Because it's like you want sometimes the area to be super clean in a video game, especially when it's like one of these video games where you can manipulate the terrain, and it mm -hmm. just it having that sort of aspect where it leaves these like certain specks of that thing left over is the absolute, it can be very annoying. I think a pet peeve of mine too, like getting into um, this sort of uh, video game topic too, is like when you're playing a video game, right? And you're into the cooperative story and you're like super into it. And then the other person's just, you know, uh, mucking around, going around the area, like, horsing around, having fun, whatever. And it's, like, both of your first time playing a video game and, like, you're trying to get into the story and understand what's going on. And that person's just horsing around the whole time. And you're like, no, like, take it seriously. I want to enjoy the game. Like, I want to take this, like, tactically. Or I want to take this, like, um, uh, very, like, stealthily or something like that. And that person's just off, like, mucking around and just horsing around not taking the game serious. Have you... My thing is, same kind of scenario. You're playing a co-op or you're, or you're playing something. And you're, you're doing this level. You're super involved. It's really, like, a complex level. And then a portion of it where you get to something, you can tell, like, the game creators or something just totally dropped the ball because they couldn't think of an idea or something. So it was just that part was like missing or it just went by like super simple because, you know, they didn't, like I said, they didn't put any time or thought into it. And then you get to the next part and it's all like elaborate again. I, I can agree with that one. I think, you know, and thinking back to what I was saying along the lines of being serious and not serious in games, surprisingly enough. For Tyler normally being someone who horses around, I think. I remember when we played Gears of War 4, specifically. And in that game, I'm, I was happy because uh, you definitely took it to, like, where it was trying to focus on the story. And I was, like, I was, I was happily surprised. I wish all the Tomb Raiders were co-op. Because all the puzzle stuff you do in the Tomb Raider games, imagine that with two people. They are co-op. So... Not, not all of them. Not the campaign. So, uh, part two and three, which is two, I believe, is Shadow... Uh, no, not Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Wait, is it Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, no. That's two is Rise of the Tomb Raider, and three is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. In Tomb Raider uh, 2, which is the Rise of the Tomb Raider... Oh, wait. Oh, gosh. Which is which? Either way. In the second Tomb Raider, it is cooperative. But it's like a sort of uh, wave mode in a way where you have to survive with your other uh, person. And you can yeah. raid tombs and stuff. And you it's like a huge open world map. But you have to like stay warm. Um, you have to hunt uh, to yeah. craft things. 
And then in Tomb Raider 3, I believe it's specifically, like, puzzle-related, where it's like you're doing, having to open these, like, tombs. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I'm talking, like, the campaign and everything. Like, I wish that part was co-op. I think, uh, I I just got hit with another pet peeve of mine, and it's like, when you're just having a conversation and then like, I don't know if you've ever been cut off or something like that, where someone just randomly butts their head in your conversation and then they start like adding stuff right to your conversation. But you were like in the middle of talking when they had no part of it at all. They're just like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah. And then you're like halfway through your sentence and the person's, you know, they're getting in, Getting in the freaking conversation, you're like, bruh. <laughs> or the overuse of the word dude. It could be from a girl, it could be from a guy, it don't matter who it's from. Dude but like, dude or like, they're the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you like, did you see like this show that like the guy like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always like, dude, 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 dude. Like, I'll use dude and I'll use bro. Like, I think with my friends... Sometimes frequently, but I can't hear it too much, or I just, I start getting annoyed. (laughs) I start, like, I can't handle hearing the word dude all the time. And then it's just like, I don't know if you've ever been interested in someone, and you're texting them, and then they just call you dude. And, like, there's nothing, like, more heartbreaking than being called dude by someone you like. Because then it's just, like, it's one of those things where... Zoned? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you're forever in, like, just, like, cue, like, the, you know, Twilight music where it's like, do 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 But it's the friend zone. And it's just, like, <laughs> it's very upsetting and very sad. Um, I think I've had that happen to me several times in my life. And there's... Nothing like more disappointing than hearing the, those that word "dude" from the chick you like, or that person you like. It's just like you're like, <laughs> you just want to start crying. <laughs> I think that would be uh, maybe along the lines of pet peeves, but doesn't happen really. I guess too often. I have a pet. I have an irritation with waiting in line. Um, oh yeah. If I go to, like, Six Flags or something like that, you better believe I'm going, like, on a weekday. People don't go <laughs> because I I can't handle lines. That's a, that's a pet peeve of mine. Even at the grocery store, if it's a 20-minute line, 10-minute line, I'm already dying. Some places I can wait in the line, but if it's, like, a fast food place or something like that and I see the line, I just turn around and walk out. Oh, yeah. Same. Like. Like, okay, if if I'm grocery shopping and grocery shopping already sucks anyway and, oh, crap, now I got to wait in the line to check out, eh, whatever. But if I'm driving down the road and I'm, like, hungry and I, I want some lunch and I pull into Wendy's and I walk in the door or I, or I want to go to the drive-thru and there's, like, ten cars in front of me or there's, like, you know, five or six different families with their children in front of me in line, I'm just like, mm nope. Next door. <laughs> we'll, f- we'll find another place to eat. I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> I went. To, uh, I once went out with one of my friends, and shout out to you, Sophia. And we were trying to like look for a place to eat. Right? I was like, you know what? We normally go fast food. And this was like I think before Rona ever came came about. And we're looking for fast food. And uh, or we didn't want to look for fast food. And I was getting hungry. Right? And so we were like, we're going to hit up a restaurant. It was a Saturday, and I don't know, it, was, it felt like it would be like not a busy Saturday. 
we went to the mall and I think we went shopping somewhere else as well. And we're just hanging out. We're having fun. And going to eat. Finally, I wanted to go to like actually like a steak restaurant because I told him like you know what let like, let's eat somewhere that feels like uh, just like good dining. <laughs> I could good f- go for a good steak. So we go to the steak restaurant booked. I was like, oh my gosh, filled. And I'm like, it's a it's just an average Saturday. I don't feel like it's a Saturday where it's like it should be busy. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but I felt like there wasn't as many people out. But when it came time to eat it was like everyone was at a restaurant we then we went to like Chili's that was filled we went to another restaurant filled filled filled, and it was like and I was getting so hangry (laughs) and so irritated and we just kept I told her if the line is 30 minutes I'm not gonna wait until finally we went to this one restaurant um out in Crown Point I forget the name of it I forget the name of it if I think about it later I'll probably I think it was like route I think it was like route something (laughs) <laughs> Either way, where <laughs> root? No, no, I've, I, I forgot. It's, it's kind of off the. Where was it at? Off the square? Yeah. Either way, <laughs> the point is, is we went to that restaurant and it was like a twenty minute wait, and she's like, "It's twenty minutes. It's not 30. And I was like, "All right, I guess I'll wait." But I was still irritated, okay, because I had to sit there in line and just like wait to eat. And then there's people that felt righteous enough to try and cut us. Uh, I think that would be a pet peeve for anyone too. People who oh, cut yeah, in for line, sure. and it's just oh, like, I was why? waiting in line at a at a Jimmy John's the other day, waiting for a sandwich, and they just opened. They opened at eleven. And I walk in there at 11.05. There's already like four or five people. Apparently, these guys like their sandwiches. So there's already a line after, after five minutes. And we're waiting. And, you know, there's there's a couple of girls in front of me. And then me in line. And then there's like four or five other people that are even behind me. And this old guy walks in the door, right? There's clearly a line. And the two girls walk away down over to the drink machine after they just got their cups. And the old guy just wants to step right in front of me. So then I'm just like, yeah, I know you're old, but hello, there is a line here. And then he's like, oh, well, I just wanted to order real quick. No, you're not just going to order real quick because there's also six more people behind me that just want to order real quick. And he wasn't like old, old. He was like in his 50s. So he was just being the douchebag that most people pull up after they just stepped out of their Porsche and then they just oh want to walk gosh. in and be a douchebag because they're entitled. That that has me thinking, like, have you ever stood in line with like, sometimes I'll, I'll go and I'll just grab like one item, right? And I'm just chilling in line, you know, waiting, relaxing, and all of a sudden... Right? Like, but here's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. So I was sitting in line one time, right? And uh, I only had, like, one item. I had, like, I was Mm -hmm. buying a pizza, right? It was just for me. I was home by myself. Family was gone. I didn't feel like cooking, like, a whole pasta. I was like, I just want something easy. So I go to get a pizza. And I'm in, like, a freaking 20-minute line here. And, like, maybe there's, like, three people ahead of me. And I'm only in a 20-minute line because whoever's in front of me has, like, a crap ton of stuff. And I'm kind of giving them a look. I'm like, hey. (laughs) I'm like, I only got one thing. Can I cut? (laughs) Like, have you ever had that sort of, like, moment where I've had the moment where people are like, you know what? You have only one item. Go ahead. It'll be fast. And I've done it, too. so, So how that is, like, for me, if I'm waiting in line. And you come up to me 
and ask me, like, say I have a whole cart full of things and the person just, you know, the one thing that the other person has, if they come up to me and like, ask me, Hey, can I, can I cut in front of you? I'm just going to be like, no, <laughs> but if I turn around and I look at you and I'm like, Oh, that person lady got one thing. Hey, you want to jump ahead? <laughs> but if you ask me, it just triggers me. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> like if I look at you and you have like one or two things and maybe you have your little kid holding your hand or something, I'll be like, oh, yeah, go ahead. There's no reason for you to wait. I, I'm only going to wait 30 more seconds on you anyway. But if you come up to me and you're like, oh, hey, can I jump in front of you? I just got this one little thing. I instantly don't give a fuck at all. <laughs> I agree. Like, you, had, you, you, like right there makes me feel like, oh, you're, you're too good to wait for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, have to, you have to cut the line because you you can't wait because you're too impatient. Like that, that thing that when people are just impatient because they're being selfish, I cannot stand it. it I instantly just lose my shit and like, no. <laughs> I don't give a shit when that happens. <laughs> I 100% agree with you in that aspect. It's something about like what you're saying. That person coming up to you and saying like, can I get yeah, in like, front? And it's just like, nah. <laughs> but if, like, if I turn around and I see you and I notice you and I'm like, oh, you're only holding one little thing in your hand. You just want to check out real quick, but you're patiently waiting. Hey, go ahead right in front. I, I see you only got one thing. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, but it's it's when they ask me the question, hey, can I cut you in line? And there's no please or there's no nothing like that. They're just like, hey, can I get in front of you because I don't want to wait? Like, no, you're going to wait now. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to take a while to take find which card I want to use. And I'm going to count my money real slow to make sure it's right because you just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just something irritating about that. I know it's so minute, everyone, but like, I don't know. I, maybe there are people not like that, but I'm the same way. It's just something, it's got to come from my own goodwill. But like, have you ever been in line and then like, you're, everyone's like kind of staring at you, you know, they're standing in front of you and like, you're staring at them and they're staring at you and you have like, like I had this one pizza and they didn't want to let me go in front of them. And I'm kind of like, I'm giving them the brows for people who can't see me. I'm like, my brows are moving like up and down. Like, hey, hey, like, you know, like me in front of you, that going to be a thing. <laughs> and like, they yeah. don't even let me go. And like, you could tell, like, I'm a little bit in a rush, but like, I'm trying to be friendly about it. Like, hey, and maybe they're well, see, like, that's the thing. if like, if, if someone like hinted or like you know was being polite about it or whatever then maybe but if you just straight up ask me hey can i go in front of you so i don't have to wait in a line i'm just gonna be like no you're gonna wait for that one item <laughs> it's almost like being told to like be quiet i don't know if you've ever been told like even if you're in the wrong and someone comes up to you and they're like hey can you shut up or like hey can you be quiet do you ever just get instantly annoyed? That's just like... <laughs> yeah, right there. I'm like, hey, can you fuck off? <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> something about that. Even if I'm in the library, right, and I'm in the wrong, <laughs> and I get told from a librarian, hey, like, can you be quiet? I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, no. And then right there, like, you're like, I wasn't being that loud anyway, so 
Fuck <laughs> off. Like, I know it's a douchebag to think, like, to do, like, <laughs> but it's just, like, it's something that, like, innately just, it clicks in my brain. It's, a, like, that pet peeve of mine is just, like, no, you can't tell me to shut up. <laughs> I, I will say, like, there has been times where I know that I have gone too far and I should have stopped. If it's one of those times, sometimes I will accept it and stop. I will be somewhat annoyed in the back of my head, but I will accept it and stop. Yeah. <laughs> but when it's the time when you're like, when you're talking quietly, like say you're in a library, you're talking quietly to your friend next to you and someone goes like, shh, or something like that. And you just turn around and you want to fucking scream at them. Cause you know, you weren't being loud. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, that, that like reminds me of a time, like I, I went to Adam Stone's when I was managing him. I was at his, I was at his, uh, dorm and it was the late night management sesh. We're sitting there, it's me, the co-manager, Denise, uh, which our friend as well. And, uh, Adam Stone and we're sitting there, we're chilling, we're relaxing and all of a sudden out of freaking nowhere, we get hit with, uh, you know. His friend. It was late at night. Let me preface this by saying it's late at night. It's like maybe 10 o'clock. And, uh, it's not even that late. Yeah. And his <laughs> buddy, his dorm mate, is sleeping. He gets up. He gets out of the room. He says, and we're being loud. We're laughing. We're joking. And he gets out of his room. And he says, can y'all shut the F up? I was like, Whoa! And, like, instantly I knew I was in the wrong, but I was still like, oh, and I was, like, super pissed. <laughs> in my brain, I was super angry. And I was just, like, and I shut up. And, then like, we quietly went to Adam Stone's room after that. But, like, we were, like, I was super annoyed in the back of my brain, like you were saying. <laughs> and I knew I was in the wrong. I was, like, just slowly, like, angry as we went to the back. <laughs> but uh, Right there, I would have been, like, uh majority rules so can you like completely fuck off <laughs> yeah but i mean it would have been rude right the dude is sleeping so i i agree but in my brain i was just like nah my my pet peeve wasn't having it <laughs> <laughs> right do you have i oh okay i have a, another pet peeve it's like uh oh let me let me think it's on the tip of my tongue when oh. you're driving go ahead and you're stopping for the stop sign like, cause you see other people waiting and then this other person from the completely like opposite road, you can see him look first when he's driving up to the intersection and then he just rolls it. <laughs> yes. Yes. You make that eye contact. <laughs> I want to pull out in front of that person to just smash into them. That irritates me so bad. I agree. 100%. Like even worse when it's like, when it's a red light, not even a stop sign, like a red light. Happens all the time when I'm out in like Gary, East Chicago, whatever. I'm driving behind people and the yellow light, it turns yellow, okay? The person in front of me, they hit their brakes. You see the brake lights light up. They start to slow down. You watch their head, look left and right, and the light turns red, and then they just floor it. Right. Like you're that impatient? <laughs> You 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 looked in everything first, but you but you were so impatient you couldn't stop for two seconds. Or uh, you probably have this too. Out in the East Chicago, Gary, um, Maryville, and Hammond area, I'm calling all of you out. People just stop out of nowhere, 
in the middle of the road and take a turn to like get into like let's say they're trying to get into the gas station or something like oh, they, yeah. no turn signals no nothing they just stop yeah. and go and, <laughs> and they're in such a rush there's the speed limit's 35 right they're doing like 50 miles an hour and all of a sudden they're like i gotta turn here right now yeah like, and you're you're going their speed and they just stop out of nowhere no turn signals I'm, I'm, just to turn going with traffic i wasn't ready for you to just slam on your brakes without a signal or a warning or anything had you put your signal on I could have like switched lanes and then you could slam on your brakes and whip in there real quick like some kind of asshole. But no, they just I'm going to be a dick and I'm going to slam on my brakes and then go. Or or when they're driving they you see them pick up their cell phone, right? Well, for some reason picking up the cell phone equals letting off the gas. Oh yeah. Get off the road then. Yeah. <laughs> Don't text and drive. Hashtag I'm I'm a part of that too. No. I'm just <laughs> I do that sometimes. It's not going to lie. <laughs> if you can't maintain your speed, use your cruise control or something. I don't know what to tell you. If you want to be that stupid, just don't slow down in front of me because it irritates the he, fuck out of me. <laughs> here's a pet peeve of mine and also a question. All right. Sometimes I go on YouTube and I'm scrolling through my subscribe, trying to look at what to look at. You know, I'm just trying to think of what I want to watch. And, uh, which is, by the way, you guys should subscribe to Amateur Hour on YouTube. Anyway, <laughs> when I'm not watching the Amateur Hour on YouTube and I'm just scrolling through, <laughs> um, I always find, and I, I'm curious if, like, you, you know if this is a thing or not, but I'm randomly subscribed to other channels. Have you ever, have you ever encountered that? Like, I'll be subscribed to someone that I'd never, ever, and I know for a fact I didn't click subscribe to them, but I'm subscribed. I have not had that. But I will have, like when I'm scrolling through my subscribed section, there's recommended channels that I should subscribe to. Don't give me that shit. Oh, yeah, you got to like update the, it. If I'm on the normal feed, you know, where you're just scrolling through anything on YouTube and it shows you all this random stuff that they would think you might want to watch and it shows you a mix of all your subscribe stuff, that's where I should see that. But when I go to my subs only, I do not want to see anyone else. I subscribe to them, so I see them. Um, I, that same thing happens to me, and I have to, like, refresh the either. If I'm on browser, I have to refresh the browser. Or if I'm on my phone, I have to, like, just scroll down so that way it refreshes itself. And, like, that is definitely a big nuisance. But, like, I don't know. I, I remember I've hearing other people about, like, the subscribing issue. And, like, they've ran into this issue where, you know, it's randomly subscribing them to people they've never subscribed to before. Like, the other day I was on it, and it was just, like, it was subscribed to some stupid YouTuber that, like, they weren't gaming, they weren't nothing. They just were, like, some, I think, random vlogging channel or something like that. And never in my life have I ever heard of this person, nor subscribed nor liked any of their videos because then I was looking. I was like, okay, maybe I like something. And no. And it was just subscribe to them. And I'm like, YouTube, are you doing some shady stuff? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, is someone paying happened. for subscribers and, like, they're subscribing me to that person? Like, I don't know. It was a weird if, phenomenon. If that's the case, you better shut that shit down, like, right now. Yeah. And talking <laughs> about shutting some stuff down, we're actually at... Uh, close to 30 minutes so you know what i hope you guys enjoy a word from our sponsor 
I often find myself wondering, what's next? What lies ahead? Where do I go? How far will I go? We often think about tomorrow, but what's the point? What's the point of not looking at what we have in front of us? Why not look to the present and be grateful? Why do you run from today? What difference does it make if everything you have today can be gone tomorrow? So I urge you, live for today. Search EBXYA on Amazon today to get all of your XLR cable needs. Link in the description. So I hope you guys enjoyed that word from our sponsor. Welcome back. Um, I, I would like to take a moment to say, please follow us on our uh, social medias. Don't forget about our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can get all the updates for the podcast. Uh, anything new, any schedule releases that are going to be pushed back. Um, anything of information-wise that you guys need to know about the next episodes coming up, go over to our social media. Uh, on Instagram, it's the amateur hour underscore. Um, as well as on Twitter. So if you guys would like to do that. Also, everything's linked in the link in the description, as well as all of our sponsors and all of our platforms as well. Click our link tree. You'll have our social medias as well as our uh, four different platforms. So welcome back, everyone. So I've been thinking about uh, some recent current topics that actually have been uh, in the news or just recently popping up and one of them was actually and i know this might be a little bit late but um just the factor that you know we're sort of recording this uh, in a certain time frame um the explosion in beirut that had uh sort of recently happened i i definitely want to address that and at least say that our hearts go out to those um and who were affected by that explosion um I quite don't have the number, and I should have had that pulled up. But in saying so, uh, there was, I, I believe it says, uh, at least in the article that I read, more than 200 people have passed away, unfortunately. And my condolences go out to those in the explosion of Beirut. Have you seen the videos, Tyler, of this explosion? Oh, yeah. That thing looked like a nuke dropped. Yeah. Like legit mushroom cloud and shockwave. If this year couldn't get any more crazier um, than it has been, we had this huge freaking video of this explosion. When I first seen that, at first I didn't know if it was like real or not. I was like, what is this for like a promotional thing? What's going on? And then when I started like reading more headlines, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a real explosion. I, there's one video in particular that I remember. It was like this person in their like apartment building, and they're just sort of recording this explosion and just goes up, and then just it sets off like and like a gust of wind hits them, and the person gets pushed back um, with their phone. And I thought that was absolutely insane. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, it was it was nothing small. It was absolutely massive. Yeah, it almost feels like a, a bit of a modern-day 9-11 minus the terrorist attack because apparently it's an accident that had happened with a bunch of exposed ammonium nitrate, um, which set off this huge explosion. That, like, a friggin' nuke. It was horrible. 
um, which is like fertilizer. Uh, am I correct, Tyler? Like certain fertilizers. Yeah, and... they were they were making uh, farming fertilizer there, I believe. Nitrate is like what you use to. It's one of the main ingredients. In in a part of this explosion too, it had sort of uh, no absolute pun intended. It erupted a uh, also another a protest with them. the The people of Beirut actually started protesting their government. And as I'm aware, I believe a few of the government officials had stepped down due to um, this, you know large explosion and i believe it's in lebanon yeah lebanon beirut yeah so that that's that's absolutely insane i i can't believe like an explosion would literally call to action um a difference uh, like a, a call for change in the government as the specifics unfortunately i'm not as well read uh as to why they want these officials to step down um, but I'm hoping it's for a good reason, and I believe it's for a good reason. So yeah, I won't I touch really on it too much. Past. I didn't really go read into it that much. I just know what the explosion and what caused it. And yeah, last time I read, there was over 200 people dead and several thousand injured and stuff like that. It's insane. And billions of dollars uh, to fix the that uh, area as well. Of course. Well. Like every, every, well, up close to the explosion, there was buildings like, I'd imagine, if not leveled, destroyed beyond repair. Yeah. But even miles, well, not, okay, maybe not miles, but, you know, really good distance away from the explosion, broken windows, you know, everything just from that shock wave. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of insane, the sort of uh, situations of that's been happening. Down. Yeah. So whatever I, company exploded, uh, unfortunately, they are in the hole. So for the for the amateur hour uh, viewers out there who are out that way, um, because there we do have a couple few overseas. Our heart goes out to you uh, from the amateur hour to you guys. Um, I hope everything turns out well, especially by the time we release this. Um, on a sort of lighter note, uh, a bit, but uh, kind of more coronavirus uh, centric sort of update recently Tyler there's been these like influencers and people hosting crazy amounts of parties uh with no masks out in uh the LA area uh, in over in California <laughs> what do you feel about that like just insane amounts like I'm talking about like hundreds of people 200 people in mansions filled um with uh just parties no mass insight during a time of pandemic how do you feel hey same thing as always they're all in my opinion they're acting stupid being selfish yeah not caring about the people around them it's almost like willfully killing people <laughs> like that's that's i think it's insane i'm just like how are these uh, you know, influencers sort of getting away with that. And with that said, though, um, I believe the government is sort of cracking down and saying like, no more parties for the uh for California area. Uh, they're really making sure, and I think you'll get charged with a certain fine, um, if you host uh, a large party like that. Yeah, but here's the thing: why weren't these rules set in place how long ago? 
Ah, right. I, I agree. I think these rules should have been enforced. But at, at at one end, I can see, okay, some people are, are sick of being stuck inside, sick of not being able to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, obviously, that's understandable. But then at the other end, there's the people that are all trying to stay safe and do the right thing. But the whole middle part, the government that's supposed to control both sides of the party, they don't seem to be doing a whole lot. Yeah, that's true. You know, that, that the, the lack of control is, is the bigger problem here. It's not the people throwing the parties. It's not the people that are trying to stay safe. It's the people that are supposed to decide on what we can and can't do and are supposed to um, enforce whatever law or anything to control this, and that's what's not happening. Yeah, they just said, oh, you can't have parties now, but I guarantee there'll still be parties going on that no one's going to find out about because no one's doing enough to enforce it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you've had countries like Poland, for example, and the only reason I use this is because we had actually a guest from Poland, Gabriela. Uh, she's an artist, also known as Philantian, episode, I believe, 19, if you guys want to check that out. But she does discuss the processes that were in place and enforced by the government where they had to keep track of their temperatures and keep track of this virus. And there are actually can get fined for being outside without a mask if it's not in a park area or an area where they could be widespread. So it's like... Well, why doesn't our government think we're taking away our freedom? No, we're trying to keep everyone healthy to to quit losing lives. Yeah, I I agree. I'm like, why has this become a sort of situation of freedom as opposed to, you know, uh, law officials not having to? I don't know. I, I I just I don't know why this is an issue, and I don't know why people had to, as we like briefly had discussed, like. You know, you have people standing in front of, like, Capitol buildings and stuff when this first was all happening. And they're standing with guns and stuff saying that you're not going to take our freedom of masks, not wearing masks. And, I mean, I guess, yeah, sure, in a way, we all have our right to die by the virus if we want to. (laughs) But at the same token... don't have the right to spread it to other people. Exactly. It's what about everyone else's right to stay safe, you know? So I think that's a bit ridiculous, all this stuff that has been happening. I kind of wish our government would force that stuff. And, you know, it's not that hard. Like, I go out and I go on a bike ride and stuff. Okay, while I'm riding my bike, I don't wear a mask. Okay, I'm on a bike path. I'm going. The mask is not going to be great for me. But when we stop somewhere or let's say we're going to lunch, put the mask on, walk inside the store, grab your food, do whatever. You know, and then when you go back out to your truck to eat, because I'm not sitting in that lobby eating on that. That's no, not about yeah. to do that. But you come back out of the store, you're not by anyone. Now you can take your mask off. It's just being courteous, really. Yeah, a lot of times. It's, it's giving some thought about the people around you. And, you know, maybe if you're wearing a mask and someone else around you has it, but they might not know, you know. Maybe you wearing your mask gives you a chance of not getting it, or vice versa. What if I'm a carrier? I don't. I may not know it because I'm an essential worker who's out all day long going to people's houses. But I wear my mask all day at work. I go to the store. I wear my mask. I go out for a bike ride. 
I'm not wearing it while I'm riding my bike. But if I make a stop somewhere or we're coming up to a park or something, we have the mask when we need them. Yeah. It's just that simple. There's I, nothing hard about it. I 100% uh, agree with you. And I do the same exact thing. I wear my mask. And in terms of going into the public, always wearing my mask. If I eat a meal, um, and especially if it's at a restaurant, you better be sure I'm asking them to sit outdoors and not indoors. Oh, I don't um, eat indoors. You go to places and they have like every other table blocked off. But to be honest, I haven't ran into that. I went on um, a date recently and one of the places we went, there was actually, I didn't see tables blocked off or anything. It was just like, kind of like, oh yeah, sit wherever you want sort of deal. But we chose to sit outside. Um, to sort of most places I've been to they are doing every other table but if it's like a restaurant it's like they don't even give a shit they're just gonna pack everyone in there just like normal yeah it's it's, I'm just avoiding those places it's kind of ridiculous like when I went to uh when I went to Jimmy John's the other day they had every other booth blocked off or I went to that mod pizza place a while back and you know, they had the big main table main table in the middle that's like a bar kind of thing, and everyone sits around it. They had that blocked off, and then on the other side of the store, there's booths. They had every other one blocked off, or you could go outside. There, I mean, I could see some people doing it, but less than half of the restaurants out there are doing it, which is another problem. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't as think... As far as I know, it was required by the government, and the government is not enforcing it, and restaurants are not obeying yeah, that's so, another thing is, like, how do you even keep that in check, though? That's another question, you know? I wish we had this honor system where people would actually listen. Well, they had the uh, they had the um, health inspector people. My cousins, they race BMX. There's a track out in Velpo. Everyone goes to this track. They all put up tents. They all tailgate. They all do this. There's a shit ton of people there. The health inspector came. No one's wearing a mask. Way too many people in the area. Too many tents up. No one's supposed to be tailgating or any of that. And the health inspector came and checked everything off and said it was okay. That shouldn't have happened. That should have got shut down. That's that's what I'm saying. The people that are enforcing are not doing their jobs. And then everyone that's like, oh, it must not be that bad because they're not enforcing it so much. That's that's the issue. This outrage culture... Um, in a way doesn't help you know being outraged for like the most minimalistic things um is absolutely affecting uh, our safety nowadays so what would be more or less your, how do you feel about this sort of outrage i mean i i know this is like something we've attacked a few times but it's just the reason i think we attack it so much and talk about this outrage culture so much is because i think it needs to be put to a stop <laughs> it needs it's to end it's constantly getting worse. No one's it it's like what everyone turns to for anything is some kind of outrage, some kind of violence, anything like that. That's where everything's being pushed to now. So I didn't really read up on it. I didn't really go through the details on it. There was another person in Chicago somewhere that got shot. And people exploded it on social media and said the cops gunned down another person. And then we found out later that the person that was killed opened fire on the police first. Ooh. And then the cops fired back and killed him. When it first initially happened, 
instantly people got on social media and said, we're meeting in downtown Chicago and we're going to um, loot and do all this stuff. Yeah, see, now that's a no-go. See, that's what out- – that's, that's, that's the outrage culture. That's First of all, they didn't even get the whole story. They took advantage of the situation, if you ask me. And second of all, it's just like – it's sad to see that we take that approach to try to solve a problem. I don't see what it does. Like, okay, yes, you want to get your message across, but get your message across about what? A yeah. black person getting shot again? Yeah. But here's the thing. He opened fire first. He yeah. was completely in the wrong. Yeah, that, that definitely no. is. See, that that is a problem with... Um... Now, now, that's the thing. That's one of those scenarios where you're like, okay... If you're looking at it from the cop's point of view, maybe there was more cops than this guy, obviously. Maybe one bullet could have been fired to disable this guy, and I'm sure more than one bullet was fired. So it maybe it could have been handled better. I wasn't there. I didn't read up as much as I should have, but I, I just know the basic scenario. But at the same time, he opened fire on the cops first. He could have seized his weapon, and he could have not done what he did but he chose to pull his trigger and now okay put yourself in a cop shoe you're sitting there and a gun's being fired at you are you just going to take the bullet there's not a right answer there's there's wrong on both parties when it comes to yeah like uh firefight sort of situations anytime i think live rounds are fired at a cop i think definitely you know there's not going to really be too much saving the other individual because then that makes it a life or death situation. And I can't really blame a cop when it comes to live fire. When someone killing someone else, maybe there's some sort of other approach to it, perhaps. But I think in a moment like that, if I was a, a police officer and I was being shot at, uh, I'm assuming this person is shooting to kill. So I think I would do the same. So I, I don't really blame, fault the cops on that one definitely um, at all in that situation um when it comes to uh i think people jumping to conclusions that yeah that's a big that's a huge fault you know and this is why i agree with you hear the whole story and what happened was they said a kid was gunned down in chicago and if i remember correctly like i said i didn't read the full details i didn't pay like a, a whole lot of attention to it but um we later found out that it wasn't a kid. It was a someone in their 20s with a criminal background that opened fire on the police officers first. Apologize if I'm wrong, but if that's actually what happened. Uh, I think that, and like I said, in the aspect, live fire, I wouldn't say the cops are wrong in that aspect. I think... Any sort of other aggressive situation, let's say, right? Like if it's just like trying to like hit a cop or something like that, no cop should now, ever if, fire on if, someone. Well, that's what I'm saying. If if this if this kid or twenty year old, whatever it was, if he was going up to the cops and he was getting ready to punch him in the face or, or do something like that and the cop decided to pull his gun and shoot him, that would be entirely wrong. But from my understanding, he opened fire on the police first. You gotta, you gotta kind of, you got. It's it's hard to say whose side you want to take because, like I said, there's one person that was firing on the cops, and I'm sure there was more than one cop firing back. 
maybe there's there's a little bit of wrong on both sides. Yeah, you I'm... can't really. It's it's hard to choose a side. Now I can understand upsetting some other people because there's the whole Black Lives Matter movement going on, and as it should be, but it's it's being amplified because of that. Yeah, and it's just and there's there's also people in the crowds that are trying to do the right thing and there's also people in the crowds that are just like they see this incident happen let's blow it up and take advantage of everything yeah i think in this moment uh when facing outrage culture i believe everyone should definitely sit back for a moment and listen to the full story um before you react to certain things when it, in regards to like let's say something like this a shooting well see that's that's why i am not taking a side yeah because i did not read all the information i'm just going based off of what a bunch of people have been telling me yeah so and i can see where things have gone wrong on our side with the cops and i can see where things have gone wrong on his side yeah pulling the trigger first he had an option not to pull the trigger yeah and i'm sure the cops had that option too but like we were discussing earlier most definitely. He probably wants to make it home to his family. The cops the same way. He has a family at home. Yeah, in that regard. Long on both sides. Yeah. So outrage. It's like getting into that sort of outrage culture and uh, reacting before the full story. Yeah. So outrage culture definitely needs to be stopped because I think we need to start thinking about all sides of the story of a lot of things. Like given the example, right? Of let's say if. There's if we even come across another story like this again where uh, there was a shooter and someone gets killed rather than jumping to the call to action, kind of waiting for at least uh, reasonings to come out so that way you can therefore conduct your hypothesis in a way or your 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 feeling towards things. Another thing that had recently had happened that kind of irritated me. There's this other fellow podcasters uh by the name of uh h3h3 they also develop a clothing line they have a clothing line by the name of teddy fresh i own several of their hats i think they're absolutely wonderful uh style looking caps and um they had this recent shirt so it said on this shirt right it shows a teddy bear and this teddy bear is in this uh yellow raincoat on the shirt, and then on the sleeves of it, it has, uh, how do you say, rain clouds and thundering, and it looks like it's going gonna, it's gonna to storm. And on the shirt, under the teddy bear, it says, I have crippling anxiety. Now, a lot of people had took to the internet and were talking about how they were outraged at the fact that um, that this shirt would be released because they felt that it was... Um, romanticizing, uh, let's say, mental disorders. And in a way, honestly, I really don't feel that that's the case. It turns out that the creator, the individual who created the idea for the shirt, uh, I believe his name was Ethan of the H3H3, he actually uh, has and suffers from anxiety and crippling anxiety. But it's the sort of like outrage culture where they instantly jumped and started getting offended for people who have these sort of mental conditions. 
and uh, are, you know, we're spouting out and saying that this shirt is absolutely appalling. It shouldn't be sold. And it was just some crazy harsh things that they were saying about a simple phrase of I have crippling anxiety in a way that uh, made it seem like this individual who created the, the shirt was absolutely off the cuff trying to do this just for uh, purposes of making this uh, these mental disorders romanticized or fun. I feel like that was a bit ridiculous on people's end to sort of jump to that conclusion um, just for yeah. the factor that, I mean, respectfully so, those who do have crippling anxiety, I don't think this was a jab at them. Unfor- fortunately, though, I think... Uh, despite the outrage, the individuals, they decided to donate the proceeds to a mental uh, health organization. So that's cool. But at the same token, I feel like moments like that where people are just jumping down someone's throat, making it seem like the person who created that had malicious intentions. That's ridiculous. You know, it definitely wasn't taken the right way, but it's outrage culture that pushed it in the wrong direction i mean you you even have like headlines with there's like even a new song they cut that came out with it's called the wop or something like that so with cardi b and that was something people are outraging about because uh it stands for wet a p word (laughs) um and it's a very sexualized song and a lot of people are getting outraged by that song as well recently. But I, I, I don't necessarily feel like people should because, I mean, it's pretty normal in our society when it comes to music. I mean, there's several, I think, darker stuff out there that people are putting out that everyone is listening to um, that maybe shouldn't even be put out. But when it comes to... Now, uh, this new song, people all of a sudden have to be outraged for how sexualized it is. But yet there's so many songs out there (laughs) that are crazily sexualized and have maybe much worse, like, words out there. And now people choose this, though, to be outraged at by. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know. I, I, I generally feel that, again, this outrage culture needs to be put on a halt. I feel like if we're going to get outraged and we're going to get upset over things, understand the context of certain things, take this one step at a time, people. I I don't feel like we should rush into being upset over every little thing. And if you're going to be upset at one thing, be upset at everything. Because apparently, you know, if this song has you upset, well, then get upset at all the other secular, you know, crazy music that's out there rather than being upset with this uh, WAP, if you will. Um, well, that's that's the problem. Everyone getting upset. If everyone gets upset about everything, we're uh, it's not going to be a very pretty place to be. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a, a crazy how we went from a generation that was, I think, not very outraged to then this culture where we're almost a bit too sensitive. And I'm not saying too sensitive. I, I rightfully so. I believe there are things we have to be outraged about. But then there's also certain things that you have to look at before jumping the gun because then it becomes just judgmental in a way. I think at what point do and, – and, and here's another thing, and I know I'm jumping around, but what sort of makes us entitled to sort of say what's good and what's not essentially, right? I feel like that going on the judgmental side of things, 
like I think I'm not the most perfect person too to be saying like, oh, you know, I'm judging this song. Like, like I could come up with something better or, um, I don't know. I just feel like we need to chill with this outrage culture. <laughs> I want to stop talking about the outrage culture, but it needs to stop happening. <laughs> yep, that's that's the problem. It's just everyone is uh, people out there that keep on getting, you know, they they let it get to them, and then they want to blow it up and he, to try to solve it. But the problem is they're going to solve it in a negative way, which doesn't do anything. It just makes the situation worse. And how's this for outrage culture? I'm outraged at outrage culture. <laughs> oh my I mean, gosh! It's completely understandable. <laughs> well, you know, in tying up these uh, these events, you know, um, outrage culture needs to stop. My, our heart goes out to Beirut, and as for the influencers out there, I think we should be uh, influencing people to. Uh, be a little bit more safe out there and quit having them crazy parties. I think keep to the limit like the government originally said, which was like no more than 10 people, um, because we really don't want to be spreading this. Um, be safe out there. But we're going to cut it to another break in short. So I hope you guys enjoy this word from our sponsor. Adam Stone, a unique and talented artist hitting the alternative rock scene. Listen to him as he jams his way into becoming a new hit artist. Listen to Adam Stone singles for free on Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can follow your favorite ghost, Adam Stone, on Instagram and Facebook. Link in the description. And I hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsor. Uh, please remember, you could find all of our sponsors on the description below. Whether you're in Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So please go over there. Uh, click on those links. Show them some love. Get yourself some XLR cables. Get your Listen to the wonderful Adam Stone who created... Uh, also our new intro song and outro song. So, And uh, don't forget about our buddy, BMMB, who does all the animations. If you're on YouTube, you're seeing that lovely reoccurring animation. Check it out. You know, see what's happening. Um, he's definitely really cool. He's got his own YouTube channel as well as social media. He posts on it quite frequently. So for you guys, be sure to check out him in the description below. All of the individuals who work on the Amateur Hour podcast are linked below. Um, and follow us on our social media and all four platforms. Remember, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Don't forget about YouTube. We're all over the place. You guys have tons of uh, room to uh, follow us uh, on all these platforms. So be sure. You guys have no excuse anymore. <laughs> 
choose whatever platform you prefer. Tyler, you had you had something you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Back to video games. Best survival game. Hit Best me with one. Survival game. Hmm. Just because at the top of my head, this has uh, been the most fun that I've been having. Is uh, I'm gonna say Astroneer. I love Astroneer. One of my favorites. Um, it's a space exploration game. Um, you can manipulate the terrain. You're building other sort of. Uh, you're building your own space base on different planets. You get to travel to all these different planets. You can play with up to eight people if you have your own server. Um, I don't know. I just have so much fun with that game. It's it's insane. It's insane the amount of fun I have. Can you? I agree. It's a fun game. Um, but can you really consider it a survival game? Yes, you can. Um, because just... when we were playing, yes, you can craft a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, you have to go find the materials. You have to build everything. But the only way I found myself able to die was if I ran into a plant that didn't like me or if I went outside of my tethers and ran out of oxygen. You don't have to eat. You don't have to sleep. You don't have to... There's nothing that you have to do to actually, like, control the health of your character. Well, what makes it essentially a survival game is the... uh, It's definitely very resource management, which is... That checks off one of the boxes. Oh, for Um, sure. You have to sort of... You have to create tethers and stuff like that to keep yourself connected to oxygen, um, which is if you don't know how to do that or can't do it well, you can die. Or uh, like losing a vehicle, getting lost in the planet. I think there's several different factors that you can die from. Uh, high, High areas, maybe getting trapped in the core of the earth. There's like so many ways I feel like you can die. Is it at an easier level? I think yes, because they wanted uh, well, more people to get into style. it. Yeah. It, so it's 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 a uh, not to say a younger um, aimed for younger audience, but it is more of a e for everyone style. So yeah, it's like an e for everyone. They want everyone to sort of be into this um, sort of. And a lot of, I think, there's another space game, and I don't know the name of it. It's a PC game. It's got different graphics. It's not as, I think, well done graphically as this other one. But it, too, is a survival one. And, I mean, I guess there's only so much you can do when it comes to eating and not eating. Um, oh, I know another. I know several survival games. Uh, sorry, my brain jumped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of them is Subnautica. I don't know if you've heard of that one. That one I have not. You would probably be interested in this one. So Subnautica is, think of like Minecraft, but underwater. It's literally, you're playing as a character, kind of dropped into um, this uh, sort of space-ish type of planet or whatever. It's filled with water. Uh, Subnautica. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> there we go. I found it. It's really cool. So it's like pretty much it's just underwater. Um, you get to build like submarines. Um, you have to build a base underwater. 
uh, what else? There's a lot of aquatic vehicles and like aquatic animals that are in this area. Like the deeper you go, you get those weird looking like fish creatures and stuff like that trying to attack you. And you get better resources though the deeper you go. So it's very creepy as well. Um, so you you're always living underwater. Yes, yes, you're always underwater. It's pretty cool. Another survival game too that I thought of also aside from Subnautica. So people, if you're into survival games, hey, I I know a few. Uh, there's also No Man's Sky, which is like a more adult version of Astroneer. I'd like to say because you're managing oxygen. You also have to manage like carbon stuff for your mining tool. Um, you can manipulate terrain. You build bases. The map is the biggest in uh, game history. So if you guys want to look that up. There is some creepy looking stuff in this game. Oh, for Subnautica? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty you, know, cool. you know of uh, No Man's Sky, right? I remember I was yes. trying to get you to get that one because I think that might be cross-platform now as I well. played uh, No Man's Sky with another buddy when it first came out. And when it first came out, I will say it, it was it was kind of crap. It was, it was a little bit of a letdown. But I have read ups on it recently, and there's been a lot of updates, and there is a lot more you can do. Like when it first came out... You landed on a planet, you could dig up the ground and mine for materials, but then all you did was just go back in your spaceship and go to the next planet. Yeah, there was like really not a lot of base building. No. The mechanics of it was horrible. Yeah. Now it has redeemed itself, I think, for the most part. I feel like there's still a lot they could add to it, and I think they're still continuing to update that game. Um, so for everyone out there, I would highly suggest, especially if you're into sci-fi space games, it is so much fun. Um, so please get into that. I, I couldn't recommend it enough. I'm hoping someday uh, Tyler can get it and we could uh, play that one as well because that's a survival game I really like. And there's actually... And I'll have to think about this game too because this one does actually look pretty cool. And the underwater bases that you can build look like there's there's one picture I'm I'm looking at it on Steam. Yeah. There's one picture on here that has like a really elaborate base and a bunch of stuff going on around it. it. I mean, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah. And let me get into another survival game Tyler that you're going to want to get. Grounded. Have you ever heard of Grounded? It's a recent survival game that has came out. I have heard of it, but I never looked into it yet. Well, uh, to kind of preface this for everyone, um, Grounded is a survival game where you have to eat, you have to stay alive. It's similar to Minecraft, right? Um, you're, you, it's think of. Have you ever seen the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? I have, but now I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm thinking about the movie Ants. Yeah, it's a bit like ants, but it's but more like honey. I shrunk the kids. Shrunk, yeah. Yep. So you play as um a few. You play as like four kids or something like that. It's up to four player uh, cooperative, and apparently you're shrunk in this experiment, and you have to figure out why you're shrunk, how you got shrunk, and I think you have to try and unshrink yourself. But <laughs> when you get shrunken, you're like in this forested area, quote unquote, because. Technically, it's the lawn of your house. (laughs) 
So it's really cool, though. There's like ants, there's mites, there's spiders. It's in, which freaks me out because I do not like spiders whatsoever. Possible giant feet wanting to step on you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an insane game, and it's a survival game. You build a base, you build armor. Um, you have to eat, so like you have to roast certain like mites and stuff like that. It's kind of gross, but it's also kind of cool. The graphics are very updated. I've, as far as I've seen on YouTube, it runs really smoothly. Um, so it's super cartoony. Yeah. But I like it a lot, actually. And I'm looking at some of the base building stuff. It is pretty cool. Yeah. It it kind of follows the same base building techniques as Fortnite. Exactly. That's another thing that I, I had noticed. And I'm happy you kind of touched upon that. It was like the mechanics for the building. I mean, I kind of like that, though. It's pretty easy, I feel like, because you get to see the outline of how it's going to be placed. Um, and it's cool because you, like, cut blades of grass and stuff. Um, you have to make it out of, like, rocks and pebbles. You have to make, like, an axe and everything. So it's it's pretty cool game. I don't know. There's a lot of, I think, uh, survival games that have recently come out that kind of have caught my attention. And I'm not really big, I'm not a huge survival game person, just because I find the resource management a bit tedious sometimes, and it kind of gets on my nerves. Um, See, I'm I'm a pretty big survival game kind of guy, but also that's because co-op games are kind of my thing. And like right now, kind of, survival games are like the major co-op games that are out there so that's that's why i kind of lean towards the survival games but then again i also kind of like the resource management and all that kind of stuff and i like building the bases and everything and um so fallout 76 kind of fits in that category and it's co-op so that's a really good one that um, I actually like. I haven't played all the way through to see how much people say it sucked. I haven't. I wanted to see that for myself, but since I like Fallout so much, I had to get it. Plus, it was the first co-op Fallout, so I was like, "Well, I have to get this because none of the other ones were co-op." It might have oh, redeemed itself, to be honest, because there's a lot of well, updates for Fallout. Some updates and stuff, but like I, I've only got about 15 minutes in the game, so I have no idea. But let's see. You mentioned Minecraft a couple of times, and that's what I was going to mention for what I believe is the best survival game. And the reason is, is because you have to get your resources, you have to build everything, you have to maintain everything. You know, you can build machines, shelter... You can go find like other villages and you can trade with the people there to get materials. There's a couple of different dimensions you can go to in order to beat the game and to get to the rolling credits. But Minecraft is one of those games where, and I, and I think it might be the only game where you can destroy every single block in the game to where you have nothing left. And then you can place every block back so that's that's why i say minecraft in my opinion is the ultimate uh survival game because you can literally manipulate every last block minecraft to me you have to have strength you have to have sleep you have to grow you have to farm you have to do all that stuff in order to maintain your character's health 
and then you also have to do everything else to maintain let's call it your settlement where you're where you're living and everything you have to maintain all that too yeah it's like the more i've stepped into um the idea of minecraft or like watching videos because i watch a lot of videos more than what i actually play it i mean it definitely is very interesting because there's a lot you can do i mean I, I remember you showed me your base that you had set up and with your cousin and because you guys have a server. And uh, it was kind of wild, the stuff that you can sort of get done. Um, well, actually, an update on that for you. Um, so we found out that when you're playing in Minecraft, now we've learned, see, I, I knew it was a thing, but I've never paid any attention to it. But when you go so many blocks away from an item it will stop working until you come back within range of it so that happens to be about 192 blocks so we actually ended up restarting our server and we started from fresh so we're doing a survival series right now um and we we rebuilt everything and redesigned our area because we found out like josh he was building an xp farm and then we had a bamboo farm because bamboo you can use for fuel. You can burn it in furnaces, smokers, and glass furnaces to get ores and everything out of stuff or to cook your food or anything like that. Um, but we found that we were often too far away from the bamboo farm, so it went dormant. And then we ran out of fuel. So then maybe I was going to work by the bamboo farm and it was working, but now we were too far away from the XP farm. So you went to go get your XP so you could work on some enchantments or something like that, and then all of a sudden you'd go down there and there'd be no XP to collect because we were too far away from it. So now we have restarted and we're taking all that into consideration, and we got a brand new world and everything. So, But right now we're to the point where Josh is... We're fresh. Like We built a house... We found a cave system underneath the house. Um, we may have picked a really bad island because there is mobs galore. And it. we honestly walked when we spawned. We felt like we moved the game difficulty level. Yeah. I thought that I had it on a higher level when I, we just played on normal. We couldn't stay alive for more than 30 seconds at a time. Oh, my gosh. Like, we were getting killed that much. There was zombies and creepers and and skeletons and everything all around us. And we were even lighting everything up with torches and they were still spawning. So right now our goal is to go through the cave system underneath the house and we're trying to find all the spawners. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's step number one. We have a house built. I'm, there's a there's a village nearby. I'm trying to move all the villagers closer to my house and build a new village there so I can use them for trading without having to go too far. And also, those villagers, they usually spawn an iron golem, which kills mobs. So we restarted, and we're still in like the very beginnings of things. But we're doing a legit survival um, series. And my cousin, he streams it from his channel, uh, Jay Hansen, on um, YouTube. On YouTube? Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, Jay Hansen4196 or something like that. Yeah. Probably actually know the name. If you could put it, uh, we'll probably link that in the description for those of you who are interested 
and watching some wonderful gameplay videos. I, I will say it's just gameplay and me and my cousin are talking to each other about either the game or some other stupid crap. So, and usually the episodes are kind of long. So if that's not your thing, sorry. A lot of times he live streams. Is that correct? Is most of yeah. his videos yeah, live Yeah, we play live. Yep, we play live. Okay, so that's why the the videos would be long, everyone. All right. Oh it's yeah, they're they're long, and if we're working on something boring, it's not edited, it's nothing like that. You just you see the boring. <laughs> Do you know how frequently uh, he streams? What days he streams? It's random. Random. Okay. It's well, whenever we have time, I'll I'll get off work at night, and I'll be like, "Hey, you want to play some Minecraft?" And he says yes or no. <laughs> well, if you guys uh, want to see what Tyler's doing outside of. The amateur hour. I would go over so, and check out him and his cousin as they freaking go through the wonders of Minecraft. I will say, I I, I like the mods to Minecraft too. Like I've been seeing, um, there's a lot of gamers. Like uh, I don't know if anyone's familiar with them, but like there's Vanos and Wildcat and um, Terrorizer and H2O Delirious. That whole group um, of individuals. They normally like stream like or they they don't stream but like they have videos of minecraft and like they're doing like these fun mods like a recent video of the uh, youtuber wildcat um he had this video where all the creepers inside uh minecraft were invisible (laughs) so literally you don't know where they're at (laughs) and you just hear the sound and then an explosion (laughs) pretty much so if you search Jay Hansen four one nine six, it'll pull up his YouTube channel. It's the underscore Grim underscore Reaper. Well, so dude. I'll I'll send you a link. You can put it in there. Yeah. I just want to find it real quick. Uh, a lot of a lot of Warzone and Minecraft. <laughs> another mod though. Warzone because I suck at it. Another mod talking about uh, Minecraft a little bit more. That kind of just had me thinking um that is how do you say there's like this mod that like it's like a shaders mod or something like that so Mm -hmm. what it does is it makes the water look like water and the trees move like trees it it changes all the lighting effects and yeah it changes a little bit of movie mechanics i think i know what you're talking about yeah i think that's beautiful honestly if i played minecraft i would not play it without the shader because it just looks so much fun. And well, it, the sucky part is when me and my cousin are playing, we're playing with a texture pack. So it makes everything look a little bit cooler. So it's, it's it's more of like a medieval texture pack. But in order to do shaders, you actually have to mod the game. And I'm not sure if shaders will work on Realms. So Minecraft Realms is Mojang servers. Well, it might be Microsoft servers. I don't know who owns it anymore. But anyway, you cannot modify the game on there. You can change your texture pack. You can do that kind of stuff. Um, But in order to modify the game, you have to have your own server that you control. So Ah. we're not doing mods, but we are doing a texture pack. Um, so it doesn't look like your traditional Minecraft. It looks a, it looks a little bit better. Trees look a little bit more realistic. Yeah. Textures are higher resolution. Um, the one we're using, I believe, is a either 64-bit or 128-bit, where regular Minecraft is only 16-bit. So, But it is still 
block Minecraft. That'll that'll never change. Yeah, it just makes it. I don't know. I, I when I seen that, I was like, this is beautiful. Now I'm kind of interested. <laughs> um, well, yeah, the, the shaders and everything they are awesome because it makes the lighting and shadows and everything like move with the sun and all that stuff. And like you said, the water looks more like water. There's there's one mod out there that actually takes the blocks out of Minecraft, but it is the most worthless um, mod ever. <laughs> it puts just the game out to the point where like you'll be walking and you won't see a hole because it's rounded over, and oh then you'll gosh. fall. Yeah. So it's like you can't you can't play with it. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that one doesn't sound too interesting. It's not the blocks don't bother me. It was just like uh, having that well, like Minecraft. That's 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 you know if it if it wasn't blocks, it wouldn't be Minecraft. That's yeah. my whole thing. I mean, but it definitely is a fun game. I, I have to give it its props. I do think it's awesome. I mean, it does sound interesting, too, uh, what you you and your cousin are doing. Um, but when it comes to games and stuff, as of recently, you, you mentioned your cousin plays Warzone. But, mm. like, that's all I play. <laughs> and a, he plays a lot of it. <laughs> He's trying to get me into it, and the one day I was at his house, and he put me on, like, you know how you take the tutorial, and it shows you how to do everything in the game so you know how to play the game before you throw yourself into it? Yeah. Well, I, I tried doing that, and I was like, okay, here and there, but for the most part, I just straight up sucked. <laughs> and then I tried to fight some bots. Well, I never had a chance to fight any bots because, you know, you drop in in a parachute, and you're going... Well, I was going around a corner and I I turned the parachute and went around and then somehow I dropped myself on top of a building. And then when I tried to go walk, there was a spot where I was going to run and jump to the next part. Well, I missed that and just fell and died. And that was the end of that match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, like, no, let's try the tutorial. Let's let's see if you can get used to the game mechanics or, or whatever the hell. And I, I did that, and that was the part where I was, like, decent here, completely sucky here, and, like, halfway decent here, and then completely sucky again. And if I were to go back into a real match, it would I would just die. So, <laughs> Warzone is not for the faint of heart, I tell you that battle, much. <laughs> battle royales are just... They're not my thing. I don't. I don't like battle royales. That I don't much. like I'm all not, battle royales. Competitive gamer, unless it's racing. If it's racing, I can be competitive. But if it's first burning shooter kind of thing, it's not really my thing. Yeah, battle royales are definitely. Um, they're I'm picky, just like with survival games. Battle royales, I'm super picky with. Um, Fallout seventy six actually has a ball, uh, battle royale thing in it. I. Yeah. Touched on it a little bit. It seemed kind of cool. Um, same basic function as anything else. The circle closes it on you and forces you all together and it's last person standing. Let's get into battle rails for a second. Now that you got me thinking. Uh, we got we got Battlefield 5 had battle royale. I thought that was hot garbage. I was not into it. <laughs> um, Fallout's doesn't... It, I mean, it seems interesting, but I don't know. I don't... When I think of Fallout, I don't really think of Battle Royale, so that's an out for me. Um, we have... You'll have to try it, because that one seemed pretty interesting to me. There's also... Uh, Red Dead Redemption has a Battle Royale mode as well. Uh, Red Dead Redemption I 2, I mean. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> that one? Not really too interesting. I didn't really like it. Um, now you have Fortnite. 
I'm not a big fan of it. I never was. Um, I hate Fortnite. See, Fortnite, you get the younger generation, and when they die too much, they get upset. It just... And when they get upset, they want to whine and bitch. And when if you're going to whine and bitch to me, I don't care about you. It's just, it's too much mechanics, you know? There's too much going on with it. you got to build. I mean, the game, the game is cool. You can build a structure. You can build a base to protect you. Um, that kind of stuff is cool. You you have to, it's kind of like when you're walking around, like you have to cut down trees. You have to tear down a brick wall. You, you know, you have to get your materials if you want to build something. But yeah. it's fast pace part where like okay you built the structure you you protected yourself you've killed most of the people around you okay now you're like shit the walls are moving in or the circles closing in whatever you want to call it abandoned structure you don't have enough time to tear it down to get your materials back you just have to run to the next thing and then try it all again and I've played a few times with my little brother and I found myself just running and killing I didn't really do much building See, he can build really fast, and I can't. When you can build really fast, you can last forever because you can block bullets and stuff and do all that kind of thing. Yeah. But if you can't build really fast, then you have to just run and hide and shoot. Yeah. And that's like what I was doing. And I was decent, but it was just the people that are on the server and the attitude of all the players, that just ruined the game for me. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, see, and that's that's part of my issue with Fortnite is it's just it's too much for me to really care about it. <laughs> it's too much building. It's too much uh, going on. Yeah, like Warzone or PUBG, you drop yes. in, you run, you find a weapon, you shoot a couple of people. Oh, you just found a, some armor. You upgrade your. You got a better weapon. You keep closing in. You're just focused on finding the better weapon killing the next player yeah if you're in Fortnite, you're focused on getting shelter getting materials finding the weapon killing a person fixing your shelter that just got destroyed upgrading your weapon killing another person you see how there's more and more into it yeah or you just treat it like the other battle royales and you just run hide find a weapon kill someone run hide find a better weapon kill someone again (laughs) yeah it's 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 just i don't know it's too much yeah i really like when you said PUBG. I like PUBG. PUBG's another good battle royale it's simple it's easy i can't play these games because of how repetitive they are they are they're very to me I will warn people that yeah they're they're definitely really repetitive games, um, and if you lose, I mean you got to restart. Like I've I have so many lost games on Warzone. To put it in perspective, I have three hundred something top tens, and only forty seven wins. <laughs> so it's like I have a lot of top tens. I have even more top twenty fives, and only forty seven wins though out of like three hundred and something games I've played is absolutely insane so you're talking about almost like an hour's worth of a game or 30 minutes a game each and you know not even winning it it's it man it's it's repetitive it's tough but it's the grind for some reason i'm obsessed with i'm obsessed with losing going back at it going again it's like i don't know for me it's like um thinking about See, maybe that's why I can't get into it because, yeah, okay, I can be in the leaderboards and I can get these uh, scores and I can have all these wins. But when the match is over, 
you're just another number. See, that's why I like the survival games, because in Minecraft, unless you're in hardcore mode, if, if you're in hardcore, you die, you die, your world's gone, it's forever gone. But we, we play in just normal, so when you die, you respawn back at your house, and then you go out and try again. But everything you worked for, and everything that you built, and everything that's like in the world, like tomorrow, or tonight, I don't know, whenever we go to play again, it'll be right where we left off. And you don't have to like reachieve things. It's... So that that's just that's just a battle royale thing. Oh, oh, cool. Let's jump into another match. Let's kill another ten people. Oh, I got another top ten. Oh, I got another win. Let's wait for the lobby to start the new match. Oh, let's do it all over again. But it's a grind, and then like getting that you get such a euphoria when you win. When you finally get that win, you're just like, I stand up, I scream, I'm like, yes! <laughs> I'm screaming with my friends and stuff, we're happy and excited at the win that we just had acquired from, so like, let's say maybe we were playing and we played like 10 games and we lost 10 games and to finally get a win. Like for this past season that had came out, for season 5 of Warzone, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, we mm. literally, we were losing and losing and losing. I didn't think I was going to get a win to the end of the season. And there's like 55 days of this season. Um, fortunately enough, though, I've gotten like already six wins uh, this past season. So it's exciting. It's, it just feels so good. Six out of like 300 games you think that you're really trying um, but to even know that you're not as good as like maybe someone who has like a hundred wins or 200 and even more beyond that, um, is kind of crazy, but it's still, it's still fun. The grind's still definitely interesting and it's just all about that quick euphoria moment that you get when you get that win. Um, yes. but it, I would rather hope it up like a split screen, like war game with the, with the group of buddies and see how many times we can kill each other. Or if or if you go back to uh what was it? Um shoot, Call of Duty three? Modern Warfare? No. Call it It was it was one where you could drive and because that was yeah, a better it was called, drive. It was Call of Duty three. Call of Duty three? Yeah. I I got so many more kills than some of you sometimes just because I ran you over. Yeah. And <laughs> That was a fun. It definitely was a, a. That's that's the Morrissey. Like I don't care about all the people in the server. I don't care about being the last one standing. I just, it's just fun to do stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and the battle royales—they're just too serious for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Is I love the competition. I mean, you versus a hundred fifty people. I mean, that's insane. And as, let's say it's only four or three of you. That's that's crazy. Which is, I think, why it's like coming out on top number one out of 150 people. You're like, yeah, this feels good. Something about it, too, like just being tactical and just... I, I'm just obsessed with it as of right now. Uh, I do have to get in. There's so many single-player games that I want to play. I mean, and even cooperative um, that maybe I might even save uh, for another topic at another time where we could get into more actually recent cooperative games and single-player games that are coming up. But, yeah, my goodness, I, I have fun with it. Hopefully I'll pay more attention to these other games uh once this sort of war zone hype is over, if it ever is over. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to mix things up a little bit, we wouldn't mind having another person in Minecraft. You know what? I'm considering it. 
Um, but talking about over and when's it over, uh, I believe we're hitting our th- hour 30. We might even be going a little bit over time. But you know what? That's the thing. The amateur hour, we're amateur hours at this. We're getting it done. I hope you guys enjoyed a lot of the topics that we had going on. Um, yeah, we definitely, we talked about a lot. Let's recap for a quick second. We got into pet peeves, um, YouTube subscribing us to random things. I mean, we had the influencers being crazy, outrage culture, people getting upset for no reason, the unfortunate explosion in Beirut, uh, and best survival games. And we even talked about Warzone taking over my life. I mean, we definitely got into a lot of good topics. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the two OGs, Tyler and Justin. It was just like season one we opened. I hope you guys are enjoying the new layout. Please subscribe. Please follow us. Please like and share. So that way, you know what? You could tell other people about us and we can harmonize in other people's ears and, and just celebrate. (laughs) Um, but also everyone involved in the podcast, if you want to follow them, Please go into the link in the description for our animator. You have BMMB. You also have Adam Stone who created the music as well as he's a sponsor of the podcast. Don't forget about EBXYA for all of your XLR cable needs. Uh, And uh, what can I say? We enjoyed having you. We enjoyed you listening. Uh, Tyler, you got any words for them? I've got nothing so far. All I can say is don't forget to support everyone else that works in the uh, podcast, not just us. That is correct. And if you want to check out Tyler's cousin, link is going to be in the description as well. With that said, we love you. Bye.